What's up, everybody? Robin E. here on a new episode of Pillow Talk. As always, appreciate you guys for tuning in with me today and every day and anytime that you turn on an episode. Hope y'all going back and listening to what I be saying on here. If you're not already, make sure you're following me on social media, my Instagram, Robin E. 93, Facebook, Pillow Talk Podcast, and my Twitter, E. 93 Robin. Just giving a reminder, okay, the 20th, I will be co-hosting Jiggy Bar's video release party for his single, Freaky. So make sure that you guys come out and support, all right? That's going to be in the city at Tortugas, 3224 West Lawrence Avenue. I'm excited. I'm super duper excited. We got a lot of great performers, a lot of great people that are going to be there. The vibes are going to be lit. You know what I'm saying? YMG really been fucking with me hard, giving me a lot of opportunity, and I'm here to deliver. So make sure that you guys come out and see the artist. Zay Stone will be there. That's an artist that I'm super excited to see. And Nate Grams, who is another up-and-coming Chicagoland artist, doing his fucking thing. So make sure that you guys come out and support, man. Again, that's on the 20th. That's next Friday. If y'all ain't got shit to do, even if you got something to do, this is where you need to be. Make sure that you guys subscribe to Pillow Talk. I also have another episode that I'm going to drop for you guys tomorrow. So y'all get a two for one this weekend. Two for one. So don't say I never did shit. Don't say I never looked out. (laughs) New episode. Dropping right now. Yes, what's up everybody here on a new episode of Pillow Talk. And I have the infamous Jiggy Bars here in the building with me today. Hi, what's going on? Definitely appreciate you coming out. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Jiggy Bars, and I'm super excited to be out here with my girl Robin. We're about to talk about some dope topics, you know what I'm saying, and just, you know, spit game. Yes, I'm excited. I, well, for those that don't know, you know what I'm saying, uh, Jiggy Bars and me have been well acquainted these past couple weeks. You've been definitely helping me out, you know, getting my stuff off the ground. And I see you popping right now. You popping right now. I see you popping right now. I see you doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely happy for you, proud of you. You know, you out here. So, first off, we need to know where did Jiggy Bars, where did that name come from? Okay, so um, when I was in school, that's when I first started making music. And I would always be, you know, freestyling in the car with my homies. And we just like, one day I was like, man, like, I need a rap name for real, for real. Because originally I went with the name Chris Franco. Okay. I just didn't even know why I decided to go with that name. It was just one of those things that just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, I want something that's going to really, like, reflect my personality. And I was like, it's got to be something that's that's groovy. It's got to be jiggy. You know what I'm saying? I thought I'm like jiggy. Wait, hold on. I got a ring. Like, jiggy bars. You feel me? And then just from there, yeah, the rest is history. And that's how I just... Nope. Nice. <laughs> Going with the Jiggy Bars name. Okay. Well, that's what's up. That's a dope name. That's very unique, I would exactly. say. It has a ring to it. You know what it I'm does. saying? It's like Jiggy Bars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So how long have you been rapping? So um, I've been into music and writing my whole life. And I've been making music for about four years. Mm-hmm. And I say uh, professionally, like in the music industry, industry, it's it's really been about six months, like since I graduated college. So, but yeah, I started. Like I said, I, I just I always I was always a huge fan of music my whole life. Like, mm-hmm. it's always listening to music, and I was um, really into writing too. Like, yeah, in college, originally I wanted to get into like journalism, okay. but it, I you know I didn't want to. I had a change of heart, and I just went with communications. You mm-hmm. feel me? So really, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What uh, college did you go to? I went to North Park University. Okay. Yeah, so that's up right actually by Tortugas. 
Okay, right by Tortugas. Okay, <laughs> okay. See, you see that marketing though, like, and it's okay. their homecoming weekend. Okay, what's what's going on out there? You got something popping coming out that way soon? Oh, of course, you already know. September twentieth, we gonna have the freaky video release party mm -hmm. at Tortugas in Albany Park. That's thirty two twenty four West Lawrence Avenue, and it's hosted by Ken co-hosted by the girl Robin, you know, oh, so. Oh, oh shit. Ooh, uh, That's uh -oh. me. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Exciting. Yes. I'm excited, y'all. Make sure y'all come out. You know I'm be promoting that shit all week long. Yeah. So make sure you guys come out and support. I'm super excited. Uh, that was definitely one of Pillow Talk songs of the week. So Freaky is a hit. Thank Freaky you, is a hit. R&B vibes. R&B vibes. <laughs> Are you more of like an R&B baby? So, yeah, I mean, a lot of the musical influence that I have comes from the music that my mom listened to, and I was raised by a single mom, so, you know, she was okay. always R&B, you know what I'm saying, okay. gospel, but she also had a lot of West Coast, and she would bump Ice Cube, you know what I'm saying, Snoop okay. Dogg, all of that, so that's why I'm, like, very, I think that's where I get a lot of the inspiration from with making music, because mm -hmm. I used to listen to a lot of gospel, so, like, that's why I really like mm -hmm. to harmonize, you know, I really like to, I wouldn't even really call myself necessarily, like, an R&B singer, I'm more of someone who's just melodic, you know, and knows how to be on key pretty much, you know what I'm saying? And I do that along with being able to rap. Like I've always like had a, a thirst for learning, you feel me? So mm. like when I was in school, I was, regardless of if I liked the class or not, I took something from it, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just the fact of just learning. I was absorbing as much knowledge as I could. Yeah. And I, I like to like bring that into my music now. Now it's like, I'm past the point of just being able to just rap and just say whatever, you know. Now mm -hmm. my now my voice has message and it has meaning, you know, because there's 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 more people listening. You know, it's a wider fan base now, so it's like reaching more people. So it's like now I really gotta try and push myself to be able to express things in a way that's gonna motivate and inspire people. Like for example, like my song "Deserve It." Mm -hmm. It that song blew up. Honestly, like got on Power ninety two. You know, I performed it in L.A. Mm. Um, it was just, we shot you a music everywhere. video. Yeah, okay. you know, we shot a video for it in uh, Chicago, in Albany Park, mm -hmm. again. But uh, we shot a super dope video, and that one just went crazy, you know, on YouTube. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes, you know. <laughs> okay, well that's what's up. That's what's up. R and B and gospel is a very big influence, I think, yeah. for a lot of artists. Too. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. And so it's like, I grew up coming home every day from high school with BB Wine and CC Wine and you okay. feel me playing on the playing on the radio, you know, or mm -hmm. on the stereo. So it's yeah. like. I always like Brian McKnight, like boys to men. My mom was all I about love that. Brian you know McKnight. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so love that's why him. I really like, and also went through a phase. Of listening to like rock when I was uh, I would probably say like middle school I went through a skateboarding phase you know so I was listening to rock like okay. screamo all that so I have like I say like a wide range mm. you know and that's that's why I'm, I I'm so versatile with my music mm -hmm. you know yeah that's dope you should be you know versatile as an artist I think rock and roll too has a lot of influence as well nice. that goes into R and B and rap as well too that's what nice. do you think about the current state of music do you feel like it's just fucked up or it's missing something or you know are you are you saying just music in general are we mm -hmm. talking about sticking to a genre or oh just, just music, music as a whole right now compared to music in 2001 I, I think i would just say that i feel like a lot a lot of the music that is out now doesn't have as much substance as music 
back in the day. Because mm-hmm. you even like think about it, like if you even think about old school R and B, you know what I'm saying? That's when R and B was popping. You know, yeah. it was popping more than rap and yeah. hip hop was. You know, but what was the messages that they were uh, portraying in these songs? They mm-hmm. were talking about respecting women, loving women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all of that. So it's like, and now and nowadays, mm-hmm. and this hip hop culture, it's like a norm to be disrespectful and say, you know what I'm saying? Call a woman out of her name, mm-hmm. all of that. You know, that's just like that's the norm now. Yeah. And I just think that, like I said. There's a lot more substance back in the day, mm-hmm. but there's don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of like conscious rappers out there that are speaking. speaking. Yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. To have messages, but I just think overall, it's just. Oh yeah, I agree. People and even beside disrespecting people, not even talking about shit. Exactly. You know, they just literally repeating the same three or four words with a nice ass beat and getting on. That's really how it's been. Like what the it's, fuck? That, that shows you that it's really not even a uh, the in, music industry isn't a game of talent. No. Or it's a game of marketing. I agree. And that could be, marketing can be you going viral from fucking stealing a watermelon from Walmart or some right. shit. You know, some random. Cucumbers. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and cucumber, do some random crazy shit like that and go viral. And now, you know what I'm saying? Now you're getting the engagement that, that a lot of people aren't getting. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially with um, how the Instagram algorithm has changed, you know? So. Definitely. Okay. How would you describe your music then? As, as far as like genre or just like, as a whole. As a whole, okay. So I mean, my music is a mixture of melodic sounds, you know, with um, you know, powerful words. You know, I, I choose my words wisely. You okay. feel me? And you know, constantly switching deliveries. You know what I'm saying? But as like as a genre, it's it's like mainstream. I would say it's like mainstream hip hop, even go a little into like pop, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like pop and hip hop, pop and R&B. So it's like okay. a mixture of all of those, you know? And like mm-hmm. I said, that comes from a lot of the influence that I had, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when people hear your music, well, you want them to feel good? You want them it's to vibe feel out? Good okay. Like, so I'll put it this way. A lot of people tell me that I have beautiful bangers. Beautiful bangers. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, you know what okay. I'm saying? It's like, Trappy, you know, with the 808s knocking, but it's mm. also like melodic and smooth and catchy. You mm. know what I'm saying? So that's that's how people, you know, get stuck on it because they find themselves singing the lyrics, mm-hmm. and it's like it's so catchy. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. that's that's literally what I try and do with all my songs. Nice. Do you have a favorite artist or an artist that you get your main influence from? Yeah, and so my biggest influence actually, um, as far as like making music goes, is Tory Lanez, and this is. When I was in college, I love Tori. Yeah, Tori's a dog. I love People Tory. sleep on him like it's it's crazy, but the real the real ain't sleeping. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like Tori's cold. So, um, but yeah, when I was in college, like I remember uh, listening to all of his music. Like, his I told you another album. Mm-hmm. I listened to that on repeat all the time. You know, it just helped me. I remember it, like going through transition phases in life, and it felt like every time I was doing that, I was listening to Tory Lanez. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like. It's crazy. His album, like, all of his albums dropped when I was going through something. Like, that's what I, I literally felt mm-hmm. like. And it was just like, that's also very smart marketing, too, <laughs> on his <laughs> on his part, too. Because mm-hmm. if you just think about it, seasons change. Like, right now, it's almost going into fall time in mm-hmm. the summer type. It's starting to get chilly out yeah. right now. This is where people are looking for their potentials because yeah. they know it's cuffing season coming Ooh. up soon. You know what I'm saying? And so... 
me dropping Freaky is like a song that's about being exclusively freaky okay. to a girl and giving her that feeling of like, um, what's the word? Like, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I can't even think of the word right now, but mm-hmm. but a reassurance, you know what I'm okay. saying? Pretty much giving her that feeling of reassurance, you know what I'm saying? So I said, freaky when it comes to you. Okay. Tell me all your deepest passions, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so cuffing season anthem? Is this the cuffing season <laughs> anthem for that's 2019? That's what I'm going for. Like, that's really what I'm going for because I wanted to really, like, I think it can have that if it, once it gets the reach that it needs to and everyone's listening to it, mm-hmm. it will have that, like, Lotus flower bomb or uh, um, booed up type feeling, that yeah. seasonal type. You know what I'm saying? So every time you hear it, you think back to that time you was talking to your little boo thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So Nice. Okay, that's what's up. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling that boo season. Boo season coming up. <laughs> exactly. Cuffing season coming up. Definitely need somebody to cuddle with. Okay. Well, I want to play a game. I always like to just question anybody that's on the show, mm-hmm. and you're an artist, R&B artist. So I just want to name some artists, and you would decide who you would do a feature with. Okay. So first up, Sade or Lauryn Hill? Lauryn Hill. Ooh. You said that with no hesitation. <laughs> Damn. Of course. Yeah, I love Lauryn Hill. She lit. Uh, 112 or Jagged Edge? I'm going to go Jagged Edge. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going Jagged Edge. Mm. I'm gonna go with Jagged Edge too on that. I'm a, yeah, they they be fucking shit up. I'm gonna go with them. That promise. Consistent. You know what I'm Let's saying? get married yes. though. They got anthems and they're consistent. They, they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Mm-hmm. One twelve. What do they have? Peaches Cupid. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna that. that to Jagged Edge. Mm. Who had, <laughs> um, Brian McKnight or Joe? Well, you already know I did a Joe sample. I mean, I had to ask the question. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a low key go with Joe, and I'm gonna put him on a freaky remix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. He fucked this fuck around and I get off. Him, you I never sent, know. I sent that to him on Instagram. You did. I doubt he's ever gonna see it. You never his, know. This is management too. Like it doesn't. Uh, I don't think it's his personal. Yeah. It says. Uh, Real Joe Thompson management or something like that. Y'all read the, read the message. <laughs> read the Please. message. Okay. Um, Janet or Whitney? Okay, so there's just a little, uh, a few things to consider here. Are we just feature on a track? Are we talking about, like, am I going to be performing with this what person? What you mean? This, uh, a feature. You, just, like you thought about the other decisions. A feature on the song. Just, just a feature yeah, on the song. Yeah, just a feature. Okay. Because okay. I was going to say Janet is an entertainer. She is. I was like, if I'm going to go on stage, I want Janet. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is. You're right. All right, P. Whitney. Uh, Ludacris or T-Pain? Ludacris. Nice. Luda. Luda is so, he's still underrated, I feel Always. like, to this day. People forget Chicken and Beer was a classic. It was. Classic. I got in trouble for downloading <laughs> that shit on my computer. All Ludacris's albums were straight classics. Fired. Um, ja Rule or 50 Cent? See, to be honest, I'm going to go Ja. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because I, like, personally, like you said, where I'm putting everything else aside. You said just feature. Just you know feature. what I'm saying? Yep. And so yep. at the end of the day, if I'm just choosing that off of who I like better as an artist or who I think would sound better with me, I'm going to go with Ja Rule. But, I mean... Obviously, you know, 50 Cent is a more accomplished rapper, you know, more done more things in the industry, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But 
I would rather go with Ja Rule have him on I'm picking Ja Rule. Fuck that. <laughs> Period. Motherfuckers forget how high Ja Rule was when he came no, out oh, the gate. You, you want to know my favorite uh, Ja Rule song? And it's with Lil Wayne. What? It's called Uh-Oh. I'm going to go look it up. Yeah, I don't even think I heard it. It's a slapper. But he had that heat. I still got Song Cry on my phone. Whenever I'm in a fake mood, I turn that shit off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Um, Snoop or Dr. Dre? Ooh. That's a tough one. Snoop or Dr. Oh, what? Because they both cold on the on the oh, lyricist side. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say Dre. <laughs> okay. You know how. Okay. I'm <laughs> Dr. Dre, Jiggy Bars. Hey, that needs to happen. That is that bars, very much will bars. happen. That's going to happen. I'm putting. I'm speaking that to existence. Okay. Jiggy okay. Bars, Dr. Dre. That's going. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the last one. R. Kelly or Prince? I'm gonna say R. Kelly. And again, this is just strictly. Who I think would sound better on the track? I ain't mad at you. I, hey, I ain't mad at you. I would have picked. I ain't mad at you, man. I, I would have picked R. Kelly too. I am not hating. But Prince is the dog. You know, like I love Prince. R.I.P. Prince. 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 I love Prince. I love Purple Rain. But what? I am sorry, Chicago land. Y'all know the scope. R. Kelly got them hits. <laughs> yeah, bad. he got them hits. Okay, okay. You got some nice features going on. Hopefully, they'll see this video and Hopefully. see this podcast. Hopefully. You know what I'm saying? And tune in. Okay. So as an artist, what do you think has been the hardest challenge so far? Um, I would say, for me, I once I graduated college, right? Because I was when I started making music, I was in school, and so I had that. I naturally had that crowd with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just hey, kicking in with people in the dorms. Hey, we at the dorm, at the uh, dining hall. Hey, we going to work out. So I'm just around people a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. My biggest challenge for me was once I graduated school, it's like, okay, what am I gonna do? And that's a question that literally everybody on campus was asking me. They, it was funny because it was even in one of my music videos mm. <laughs> where uh, one of my homies asked me, what's next, Jiggy Bars, what's next? And like literally that was like everyone's favorite question to ask me because they knew I was making music and I was making moves, but I was in school mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, you're finally done. So it was like, I felt like I had a lot of pressure and for me, I moved home right away and I started working. Mm. Full-time sales, suit every morning. And I did that and I absolutely hated it because I had no time for music. I had no time for my craft or anything. And it was the worst feeling ever. So mm. I quit. <laughs> no call, no show, out that gym. I moved to the city and I told myself, all right, I gotta make something happen. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Just, I already know have a degree and this this lifestyle you know this corporate lifestyle is not for me like I'll go crazy you know what I'm saying so I was like I have to make something happen mm-hmm. so I moved to the city and in the city you know I was just working paying rent staying sleeping on the couch you know just, just living this still a college lifestyle you know um, but I was also still doing shows I was still very active I was still hustling like I was out there getting radio interviews by myself like I was booking shows by myself, booking other artists, you know what I'm saying? I was just, I was just hungry, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I was like, I really need to, I really need to push myself and and be able to, to 
achieve what I know I can achieve, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, I, I just kept doing these shows, kept going out and networking, you know? I didn't even have a lot of money to get around, you know, I was, or you know what I'm saying, even mm -hmm. survive, but I was just, I was determined. Yeah. Some days I would go without eating, I would just go all day, you know what I'm saying? Just be trying to network, going to shows, you know, doing everything that I could for my craft, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, it just turns out that a few of those shows, YMG had uh, came to, and this was back in uh, back in the summer in April at the end of April. Um, they came to one of my shows, and this was probably like probably the best show that I've had. This was we brought out Sprato, brought out the Future Kings. Like it was, these are all like really like you know what I'm saying, clouded mm -hmm. up artists. So okay. that show was like a showcase of super dope artists, mm -hmm. and I performed and I did my thing. You know what I'm saying? I hopped in the crowd, got the crowd crowd super lit, you know, just do my thing, did Diggy, mm -hmm. you know, and they were there again, you know, I bumped into my now manager, Jay, you feel me, mm -hmm. I bumped into him, and he was just like, yo, Jiggy, who's managing you right now, and it was after, I was still hosting the show, I had a lot going on, I didn't really have a lot of time, I was just like, nobody, and then he was like, we'll be in touch, you feel me, nice. and so, um, it just, uh, I had reached out to him, because I know I, I, I was, I sat on it for a couple of days, because I was, hectic lifestyle trying to get my shit together you know I barely right. you know I barely was surviving you feel me so but you know I just thought to myself like man this would be an awesome opportunity I know that I have so much opportunity but don't have the resources mm -hmm. and I know that YMG is hungry you know what I'm saying so it's just like hunger and hunger you know what I'm saying we yeah. just have to do it you know and I um, we went to an event at K-Lab out west and it's like a, a network. That's actually where uh, Ken um, hosts shows at. Over okay. there, his tribe, the whole crew over there is super okay. dope. I have to I have to go there one time out, out west. Mm -hmm. Super dope. But um, we had they had a little open mic night over there, and that's when they uh, YMG came with, and we performed. And that was like the first unofficial time I performed with YMG because I hadn't signed yet. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I was just I was just performing with them, you know. And then after the show. You know, I signed with them, and then got on the train, went back home, you know what I'm saying? And then it was just like, after that, like a few weeks later, you know, after we took all of the trips to Cali and went to Atlanta and did all of this stuff, I was like, it'll make more sense for me to go back home now, you feel me? Because I accomplished what I needed to accomplish. Yeah. I told myself I was going to go out there and make something happen, and within a month, you know what I'm saying, I did it. And nice. I just... You know, I just worked and continued to work while I was out there. Mm -hmm. And then when it was time, when it was my calling to come back home, move back home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. And so, yeah, but it's just, I know that's what I expanded a lot on that question. Mm -hmm. but <laughs> It's fine. You, you had to say that. You had to get that, you had to get that out there. Yeah, you had to get that out there. I w well, I would say to sum it up. You know, to have a lot of perseverance and determination. You sound like you had a lot of motivation and you knew this is what you really wanted to do. And I feel like a lot of people are unsure, you know, when they get acquired, you know, being told that they're good at something or, you know, being shown love back at something that they do. But you knew whether or not, you know, that appraisal was coming initially. But you went out there, you grinded, you made connections. And, you know, like now it's like skyrocket, mm -hmm. you know. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. So where do you think that you're going to be in the next five years? In the next five years, I assume myself, you know, with YMG, but we're, we made it, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We're on the other side of life, you feel me? We're out, 
out in the hills, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> you know, but yeah, definitely five years, I want to be able to live comfortably mm-hmm. off of just my, you know, um, money I make from touring and streams and all of that. So yeah, just okay. completely music, everything, you know what I'm saying? Nice. Would you do movies or oh, anything like absolutely. that too? absolutely. So like, I think a lot of my interest in just being a creative in general came from me watching a lot of movies. And I remember, like, it's a big part of my childhood. Like, I, you know, I was just, we was just one of those people that had stacks of movies in the front room. You feel me? Yeah. Stacks. So I was always watching movies. And I think that's where a lot of my creativity came from was, you know, watching movies and watching different TV shows, you know, all of these different plots and, you know, dialogues, all of that. Just, like, getting interested in just being a creative in general, um, along with music, too, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So I'll absolutely, absolutely get into movies. <laughs> okay, I can see you doing some movies. Yeah, see, I'll be trying to do a little I bit of acting in my music shit. videos too. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I can see that. I can see that. I can <laughs> see you doing some shit. So just gave us one piece of advice for any aspiring artist, entrepreneur, anyone venturing out on their own. Um, you have to be okay with the fact that not everyone that's your friend is going to support you, or not everyone that you think should support you is going to support you. Um, it's just, you gotta keep going. You gotta continue to persevere through everything and just continue to grind. You know, you gotta put your head down and work and just stay consistent. That's one of the biggest things is just consistently working, consistently getting better. You know, if you can do, if you can get better at one thing every day, you know what I'm saying? Who knows where you'll be in the next year? You feel me? So mm-hmm. just, just continue to, to grind and you know don't buy into negativity because there's a lot of it out in this world. Yes. You know, so just, you know, if that if that means you got to be in your your own mind for a while, man, you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like I said, you don't want to buy buy into any of the negativity that's going on outside of what you're what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, that's, that's nice. Okay. Um, are are you against doing a freestyle? Can we get like a little a little one two, or can you yeah, bust uh, a lyric for us on uh, something? You know, just acapella, like yeah. Um, we wanna we wanna hear jiggy bars. Uh, all right, bet. Okay, look. You gon' have to love me cause I'm the hottest in the city and I'm feeling all the love. Times when I never thought I was. Times I was really acting up. I just put the Henny in the cup. I'm just really feeling all the love. I'm just feeling like God woke me up. I just put my pride to the side. Now nah, nigga finna blow up. Yeah, I'm headed back to Cali, B. I'm the latest prodigy. I heard you mad, but I can't fuck with you cause you was a burden, B. Polo socks be burgundy, your baby mama hurting me. Heard you puking on the drip, trying to steal it, burglary. If you try and jack my sauce, then it's gonna be a murder scene. I'ma have to get up out that jam, that shit over me. Heard you niggas sleeping on me, it's gonna be a rude awakening. Let's face it, if I get the spasm, you can't face it. A blunt of my weed, you can't face it. If money defines that you made it, you need to learn to be patient. Once you get it, don't waste it. On a pretty little bitch, that's basic. Leave the pussy alone, don't chase it. Don't be front of your move, that's fake shit. I ain't even a stride, I'm just pacing. Ooh, <laughs> nice! Yes! Yeah, no, that's just... Okay, Jiggy! I'm trying to do a little something, something, you know what I'm saying? I like that! Yeah, I like to, you know, um, I always like to try and switch it up. Like I said, that's my biggest thing as an artist, being able to just, like, 
put you in so many di- like a roller coaster. You yeah, know you just like, body that. <laughs> you just body that. Nice, you just body that. Okay. Well, make sure you can tell the people where they can find your music, where they can follow you online. Well, definitely <laughs> go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Jiggy Bars. That's J I G G Y B A R S, and it's the same on Facebook. Um, you can look me up on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, iTunes, Google Play Music, whatever you got, um, at Jiggy Bars. And that's two spaces, J I G G Y space B A R S. All right. Yes, Jiggy. Yes. Well, I'm definitely excited. Thank you so much for coming on Pillow Talk and chopping it up with us today. That was definitely lit. Thank it was you for super having lit. Me. Yes. Thank you so much. And as always, make sure you guys subscribe to the Pillow Talk podcast, streaming on all major platforms. As always, appreciate the love. Peace out. <laughs>